Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. Me and Chris Taylor from Financial Fitness have just gotten here in uh, San, San Antonio, San Antonio, Santa Antonio. Come on. All right, let's do this. So uh, we just pulled into the town. We got here at our hotel. We're super excited to meet our subscribers. Sorry, the angle's a little off. I got the laptop pushed back, but we're going to jump onto CNBC right now. I'm going to share the screen. And I want to direct you to a link to a podcast, a special podcast that me and Chris are going to be doing about what we saw as far as the state of the auto industry as we came into Texas. It's quite amazing. So guys, click that link, check out the podcast. Let me know what you think. I'm going to try and start really doing some special podcasts that aren't on this channel because I think we could be a little bit more edgy, uh, quite frankly. All right. So let's do this. We're going to share this screen real quick. And I'm going to bring you to something that we covered just the other day. All right. And that was uh, last, last week. I think it was Monday when I came out with uh, on Monday, the day before Walmart put out their earnings. And I said, Guys, this next set of uh, earnings results are gonna be abysmal. And the reason why is because we're gonna see the true state of retail. And even though Walmart's across the country and many of them have grocery stores, most of the stuff they sell are things we don't need. Even though they have food, they, do, they sell a lot of discretionary items, right? Well, I was correct. And I said, inflation's gonna show, they're gonna blame not only the supply chain, but inflation for lack of sales. But also the scary thing is you're gonna see how their discretionary items um, just fall off a cliff. And that is exactly what happened. Now, interestingly enough, as we're looking at the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000, they're all in green right now. And they're actually really up. And remember, I told you about this uh, wave that's going to be coming uh, pretty soon, where we're going to see some upside. I actually don't believe this is it. I do believe that we still have some downside in the next couple of weeks. I believe this is a slight reprieve or a dead cat bounce, whatever you want to look at it, however you want to take it. But I want people to be cautioned because when Walmart showed those horrible earnings, they hadn't seen uh, that much of a stock decline since I believe 1987. I, I believe it was between 11 and 12%. The stock market ended up brushing it off that day. Then when Target came out, that was very big because it was like, okay, it's all right. Walmart, it's one and done. We're good. Let's see what Target has to say. And Target came out with even more fear, doom and gloom for the markets, right? Now, this weekend, this last weekend, I did a video uh, about retail and I said, now this week's retail is going to be very interesting because you're going to have places like Best Buy and The Gap coming out and uh, putting out earnings. And I believe the ticker has gone now, but it looks like Gap was down 15% because of really, really scary guidance. And that's true. That makes sense because not only are they having supply chain issues, but people are going to wear their clothes longer now that they are hurting. They're feeling the crunch from inflation. And, and with that being said, I want to remind you, not everybody cares about inflation right now. Sure, they know things are getting more expensive, but it's not really hitting them in the pocketbook just yet. And I am going to uh, push you guys a little bit into the future and say, get ready for three months from now, because within 90 days, I believe the economic ninja go on record. This is going to be my, um, my uh, prediction uh, that we're going to see in some parts of the country, $10 gasoline. When that happens, it is going to send people reeling. And not only that, we're going to see what I believe to be food riots, actually, by uh, October 1st. And so I want people to be thinking about that. Now, let's say I'm completely wrong. Well, if I'm wrong and you got ready for it, you're good to go. Everything is great. So I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I will be. And so I want people to get ready. I want people to save money, set money aside, things like that. Um, if you've already done so, then, then yeah, if you want to invest and try and take advantage of some amazing deals, 
like we're going to be talking about in this uh, next podcast. I'll be linking in the comment section below then do that. But let's go into a couple of quick stories. I'm not going to hold you guys very long. Now, look, you guys see just today's action, big days on the market. When you see 2%, that's a good day on the market, right? Now, uh, crypto is down, which is interesting since Bitcoin does uh, trail or tend to act similarly to the NASDAQ and gold and silver up nominally, just barely, right? Not what you would think. Now, something else I want to show you guys real quick um, on the DXY, I remember telling you guys that we were going to hit 104, and 104 was a very long resistance line dating all the way back to 1999, okay? And this information is not from me. It's from Crypto Charts Joe. I love that guy. His great stuff on Twitter if you want to check him out, Crypto Charts Joe on Twitter. He was explaining that uh, 104 and a half uh, really pretty much hits about a, uh, a, a trend line, a resistance line going all the way back to 1999. And as you can see, Joe did not disappoint. Okay. For sure. As of yet, everything is holding. This resistance line looks to be holding and it started right here and started downward trend. Now, what's very interesting that I find amazing is that gold and silver have not reacted in accordance to this drop. We've seen about what, about a 3% drop, maybe two, a little over 2% drop in total. Actually, it's more than that. Um, on the DXY, you think that gold and silver would react accordingly, but they just have not. Now, another thing I want to uh, show people is that we are now back in that uptrend. Remember back in uh, March, I said when oil had hit that $130 range, I said, we're going to start seeing oil be pulling back and we're going to have a reprieve for a little bit and this because we're shooting up. I believe that we have hit that. I believe oil has found, had found its base and we are shooting off again. Now, none of this is financial advice, trading advice. Did I invest in oil uh, a little back, a little while back? Yes, I sure did. Um, and again, look at this: oil jumps a two-month high on tight supplies. EU seeks Russian crude ban. That is not going to end up well for a lot of people. Um, Ten years nicely down, but really just off of its highs of a little over three percent. And again, I do not believe it is down nearly enough to bring any kind of life into the real estate market. A couple other things I just want to uh, uh, point out right here. Let's see, I want to find it. Yeah, they just changed the stories on me. They were talking about the retail sort of apocalypse that's going on right now. Um, that is, you know, like the gap coming out with abysmal earnings. And I expect, I haven't seen the Best Buy numbers yet. I don't know what day they come out, but I expect them to be abysmal too, especially because tech was bought up like crazy during the, um, you know, when everything closed down. So right here, uh, three takeaways from Dollar General, Dollar Tree earnings that sent stocks soaring. Now let's, now let's think about this a little bit together. Dollar Tree and Dollar General boosted their outlook for the year as shoppers squeezed by inflation seek cheaper prices. I want to make this very clear. I believe that the people that are driving into Dollar Tree are new customers. So they are now getting flooded with newer customers. Why? Well, first off, the, the marketing for Dollar Tree is amazing because why? It says dollar. And during high times of inflation, uh, people tend to get uh, freaked out. And we haven't seen the top of the inflation. We're nowhere near it. But um, unless we have a deflationary collapse uh, right now in all assets, which I do not believe we're going to have, we're going to continue to see higher food prices and higher commodity prices, including especially energy, because of the supply chain and the war rhetoric, okay? Um, so what's happening is Dollar Tree is expanding 
because they're getting more uh, people shopping at their stores that normally would not shop at their stores. Watch, they're probably literally getting like Target and Walmart shoppers moving into their stores. Uh, the companies are seeing people buying a different mix of merchandise than they were a year ago when they had stimulus dollars in their pockets. And that is exactly what I've been referring to the last couple months, whereas uh, durable goods, or I'm sorry, disposable income is shrinking because people now, instead of going and buying gadgets and, and party favors at Dollar Tree and Dollar General, they're now going out and buying food. Okay, so that's that, that pivot that I was explaining that uh, right before the Walmart earnings came out. So this is really exciting that we're seeing these things. Um, let me move real quick and get the door for Chris. We're about to film that podcast. So that is exactly what I was referring to in, in the video with Walmart. And then lastly, check this out. The dollar chains are also expanding while trying to strategize about ways to manage their costs. Now, this is what I'm going to close on. I think it's a very important point. Uh, Dollar chains are trying to expand, right? They're seeing all of this growth. How are they, before you go diving into stock, right? Now, this is not you know, me telling you to buy or sell this uh, company, but this is one of the things you need to worry about. First off, do I believe the Dollar Tree is going to go soaring? Yes. Why? Because it's going to become almost like the new meme stock. It's going to become famous because of the name, literally, right? Even though it should be called Dollar Dollars Tree now because inflation's having to get them to start rise, raising their prices you have to be careful about the way they're going to expand because right now their CEOs, you know, their C-level execs and uh, board are like, Hey, let's go for this. And it's easy to grab dollars right now to raise funds, to build new structures. But if they're doing this all on debt and they're, they're doing it fast, fast growth can usually lead to fast crashes. And I believe that you could see some short-term gains on this stock. They're pretty epic. To be honest with you, I'd be shocked if there was a large, I haven't even checked the short position on it. But get ready because as it gets worse and worse and people, if Dollar Tree cannot source the properly packaged food, and that is the most important part, guys, Dollar Tree survives on selling things that are packaged differently than any other store. Well, when you're in a supply chain crunch, especially when you're dealing with issues like the packaging of these materials and Dollar Tree, it's not like they can just go and buy stuff that would be at Albertson Safeway or Vons, right? Because they're packaged too big. My point being is that if they cannot source that cheaper uh, packaging, the smaller sizes to be able to sell for cheaper, they're going to have some real serious issues because instead of dollar or dollar twenty-five store, it's going to be like the five-dollar store. All right. So I want to close on that, and let's remind the ninja next time. Turn that ringer off. Holy cow. All right, guys, that being said, I thank you so much. Down in the link below is going to be our podcast on what we just saw in the auto industry and RVs just blew our minds. I wish we could have got it on camera, but we're going to do it podcast style. Okay. With that being said, guys, the Economic Ninja is out.